This is Chapter One of Mark Twain, His Life and Work, a Biographical Sketch. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Mark Twain, His Life and Work, a Biographical Sketch by William M. Clemens. Chapter One Preface. Read by John Greenman. Chapter One preface from the days of yankee doodle and the frogs of windham two gems of early american humor written in the revolutionary period until near the close of the war of the rebellion the recognized american humorist the wit who could cause a laugh to go rippling bubbling around the world was a creation unknown to american literature however out of respect and admiration for their genius, their wit and humor, we must not fail in giving proper credit to Francis Hopkinson, Samuel Peters, John Trumbull, George F. Hopkins, William T. Thompson, Seba Smith, Joseph C. Neal, Orpheus C. Kerr, George H. Derby, and a host of others, for bringing out in the American prints those native characteristics the drollness of the yankee and the wit of the early days but not until after the rebellion did america produce a humorist of world-wide reputation when civil strife was ended and the american began a new career almost a new existence there came to the surface a new school of native humor the names of mark twain artemus ward josh billings and one or two others became household words their funny sayings caused the englishman to smile between his bites of beef their droll humor forced our german cousin to shake his sides with laughter their witty bon mot occasioned prolonged mirth from our friends in france not until then did we become known as a nation of humorists and from that day the fame of our wits has extended throughout the entire world Today. A ripple of mirth starting on the banks of mud-flat creek will end in a hurricane of laughter on the thames or the seine there was something so purely american in the humor of mark twain that his work soon made for him a place in native literature as a representative of american life and character his name extended even beyond the confines of the continent of europe into all lands and among all peoples in paris one cannot purchase a bible at the bookstall but one might find roughing it at every corner in rome the innocence abroad is one of the staples in the bookmarts in hong kong you will find mark twain everywhere they read him the career of mark twain is a romance his life is a curious medley of pathos and poverty with an occasional laugh to help along over the rough places he was a wild reckless boy a poor printer not even a good journalist an adventurer a wanderer he was a sort of human kaleidoscope he then became a wit a scholar a public speaker a man of family and a millionaire all this is but typical of america of american life and american character mark twain is more than a mere punch and judy show with his droll humor there comes information he gives the reader a full dinner not merely dessert 
he tells you more about the mississippi river than an old steamboatman he gives you a world of information about germany and switzerland he is better than a guide-book for the holy land what that greater genius charles dickens has done for fiction mark twain does for humor he is an ideal reporter he minutely tells us all about a thing tells us what he sees and hears describes a man a mule or a monarchy in excellent form and makes one laugh at the same time some years ago i was prompted to write the genial mr clemens for an introduction or preface to a little volume of mine long since buried by the sands of time his reply was this hartford connecticut november eighteenth will m clemens my dear friend your letter received god bless your heart i would like ever so much to comply with your request but i am thrashing away at my new book and am afraid that i should not find time to write my own epitaph in case i was suddenly called for wishing you and your book well believe me yours truly samuel l clemens not long ago the gifted humorist sent me a printed slip of his career taken from men of the time upon the margin of this he wrote the following my dear clemens i haven't any humorous biography the facts don't admit of it i had this sketch from men of the time printed on slips to enable me to study my history at my leisure s l clemens by nature a serious thoughtful man he is deeply in earnest at times yet seldom has he ventured to deal with the pathetic in his writings occasionally he pens a careful serious communication like the following for instance which he addressed to a young friend of mine hartford january sixteenth eighteen eighty one my dear boy how can i advise another man wisely out of such a capital as a life filled with mistakes advise him how to avoid the like no for opportunities to make the same mistakes do not happen to any two men your own experiences may possibly teach you but another man's can't i do not know anything for a person to do but just peg along doing the things that offer and regretting them the next day it is my way and everybody's truly yours s l clemens in this modest volume i do not attempt to analyze the humor of mark twain as howells says analyses of humor are apt to leave one rather serious and to result in an entire volatilization of the humor there is romance and adventure and thrilling interest surrounding the life of the prince of humorists and i have endeavored to gather together some of these interesting facts his satire and wit speak for themselves the author end of chapter one preface 
read by john greenman